Hello everyone, welcome to Gamers Awake, where the game awakens. I am by myself today. Davis made an episode a couple days ago talking about Melee, where he was by himself, and he said that I would be making one today. So here I am. Uh, first off, I would like to say that this is, a, this is a bit different for me. When I first started Gamers Awake, I didn't really have any... have much... experience talking like this and being in this environment so this is, this is always something new to me so for today I hope everything everything goes well and uh, yeah so today we are talking about one of my favorite games Hollow Knight if you haven't heard of Hollow Knight already Hollow Knight is a action-packed Metroidvania style game where it follows the knight in a 2D side-scroller with platforming, enemy-facing, and loot-getting. It's As it's Metroidvania, it has many of the aspects from Metroid in the Castlevania series put into its own creation. So, I'd like to talk about how the inspiration for Hollow Knight came to be. So, back in 2014, the developers Team Cherry, uh, they participated in a game jam and if you don't know what that is, it's uh, basically where a group of team members get together and try and build the game from scratch with a common theme. And and uh, Team Cherry made a game called Hungry Knight, which followed a knight that had to eat every 10 seconds, which was the, the, uh, the theme of that game jam in particular. Uh, you would notice that looking back at the game, it has the same sprite as ho the knight does in Hollow Knight and many of the other enemies and stuff draw direct inspiration from that. So that was kind of where the baseline of Hollow Knight started. So when you first go into uh, the game Hollow Knight, you'll notice that the atmosphere is very, uh, it's very bleak, very uh, dark. You're like, everything's kind of like toned down a bit. That doesn't take away from the game. That almost like adds to like the experience that you'll have. So, like, there's different like. Let's, okay, so the map, uh, the map is huge. Uh, the world that you're in is called Hollow Nest. And you, during the game, you travel through different places, many different areas in the game. And you really find different atmospheres. It's not always bleak, but most of the time you're looking. Out at the world in front of you, honestly, it's it's like you in the world basically. You don't really know where to go, so you have uh, you take the reins on your own time, and you kind of find out where you would decide to go. So, on the gameplay aspect of it, the gameplay is really smooth, honestly. When I first started playing the game, I was surprised to like how well the game runs and how how clean it is like jumping from platform to platform feels so good i don't know if it's just the animation of like the knight jumping up and down but it it was really good to like jump from platform to platform you feel like super cool but yeah so to go with the fighting aspect there are many many uh many ways to fight later on in the game but at the start you fall down a huge pit and you basically have just your nail, which is like a sword in this universe. 
Um, so yeah, your nail is your basic weapon to fight with. So you start off with fighting a couple enemies and you really notice that there's a lot within just like the four directions of nail swings you can do. Like the front and back nail swing, it'll, uh, it'll, it'll give you some knockback, but the uh, up and down, uh, they really don't except for the downward slash, which lets you pogo off things like a, like a jump, like an extra jump, which is a really cool aspect that they added to the game. So yeah, the features that are different in Hollow Knight than to other RPGs, uh, you'll notice that the main aspect to Hollow Knight that is so much different than any other game is the soul meter. So you start off with a soul gauge, and every time you slash an enemy, you take their soul pretty much and then put it into your gauge where you can later use that for other abilities. But you start off with just being able to heal at the cost of some time and three hits of soul. And I, that's like a really, really integral aspect to the game. And it really makes everything... Makes everything different. It really, it really, um, really changes the game in a way that's very interesting. So, now when we talk about a game, how is the developers and stuff, and how is the community? That's always something that's really big, especially in these single-player games. You like to see updates. So, over the course of Hollow Knight's lifespan, it has gotten so many DLC updates, but these DLC updates were free, like absolutely free, which is insane because it has so much to unpack in these DLCs that giving them like for free is almost unheard of in this day and age. So the first DLC that came out was the, it was called the, uh, on, okay, once, uh, let me, uh, let me look this up. It was the Dream, oh yeah, it was the Hidden Dreams DLC. Which bought many, which bought new charms, areas, and foes to uh, to fight. The next one that came out was the Lifeblood DLC, and then the the Grim Troop DLC, and then the newest one, which was also the final one, was the the Godmaster DLC, which bought on like a boss rush mode in the very end of the game, where you could fight through each one like going through and it's it's a big it's a really hard challenge and it is very interesting. So on that point, let's talk a bit about the bosses in this game. I just said before, the movement and like the fighting is super super flowy and the bosses are no no um no exception to this. So the bosses in Hollow Knight, they follow they don't really follow the same same principles as other games would might like with games such as like Dark Souls you uh you, there's like, usually a big enemy and you just have to wail on him until he's gone but with here you, you almost like make a connection with the boss uh, you, you fight him so much that maybe when you first go in there it's uh, they're really daunting but after you go out with after you um after you take them out then it you almost like 
know all their patterns, you know exactly what to do in the right situations, and the progression for the boss fights was really good and really, uh, really fun to see. And there are many bosses in this game that don't grow old and have different personalities, I would just like to say that. Um, let's talk about the, the optional things to do in the game. So, Hollow Knight has many optional things. Uh, following the uh, Metroidvania style game, there are things that you can do that are important and you must do it, and then there are things that you don't really have to. Um, when you're first going through the game, you may not find all of these hidden areas even, but if you go through a second time and you really dig and try and find every nook and cranny, you'll open up in the entire world of Hollow Nest, which is very interesting. But yeah, so let's talk a bit about the collectibles. That also falls in hand with the optional things to do, as many of the collectibles you can get are optional. So going throughout Hollow Nest, you'll get to an NPC character that that will buy relics from you for a lot of geo, which is the the currency in the world of Hollow Knight. And you can sell like those artifacts that you find throughout the game, like going to different places, like all this optional stuff too. Like throughout the game, you will find you will find some of these, and then you can go give them to him. But there were a lot of the. Uh, the seals, journals, eggs, and idols that you can find throughout the game, and they it's a really good way to get a lot of Geo, and it's, as Geo in the early game is definitely hard to come by. So on that point, let's talk about the NPCs that you find in the world. So when you first start the game, you might, like, it might seem like there's nothing for you to, like, make connections with, but as you go on, it really, uh, it really shows. It really shows that there are many things that you can do in this world with the NPCs. So one of the first NPCs that you'll find, his name is Coral. He is... he'll follow you throughout the entire game pretty much. Like, at different points, you'll talk to him, you'll get to know his story pretty much. And... yeah, that's, ba that's basically... that's basically that. And it's very interesting and you, you almost have to unpack it all for yourself honestly I don't really want to spoil too much about the game because like my first time playing through the game it was very interesting I went with no spoilers I didn't even know really what the game was about but it's it was very interesting to me and I wouldn't have liked if someone spoiled it for me so um, the price point of the game is honestly its craziest factor so, Hollow Knight is a $20 game. Yeah, it's insane. Like, the amount of free DLCs that they've bought to the game, as mentioned before, and with how large this world is, netting you around anywhere from 15 to 50 hours of gameplay, depending on how deep you want to go into it. It's, uh, it's really interesting, because nowadays, like, I would see this probably as an $80 game. Honestly. If it, they could probably do it like that, but I know a lot of indie developers don't usually have their games at a huge price. But I feel like Hollow Knight, even even a forty dollar game for Hollow Knight, I feel like that would have, it still would have uh, suited it pretty nicely. So, 
where can you find the game? So this game is, it's on everything, almost, except for mobile devices. It's on PS4, um, Xbox, uh, computer, and Switch. I, uh, I have it on the Switch, and I recently got it on PS4 as currently, this month, uh, it is free on PS Plus, so that is another reason that I chose to do this game, because it's free right now. If you have a PlayStation, you have PS Plus, then go check it out, because it is absolutely free. So, yeah, uh, honestly, my first impressions of the game were as I said before, very uh, interesting. I didn't know if I would like the game, but at the time I definitely played a lot of the Souls-like games, the uh, the Dark Souls, the uh, Bloodborne, Sekiro, like I played all of those and I thought Hollow Knight would have been very interesting to start. So I saw a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of comparisons between these games as you're in a world and you don't really know what to do. Like, same with Dark Souls, you're in a world and you don't know how much of it will be unpacked or like how large it is, but when you really get down to it, it's a very interesting game and you know where to go and you learn all the map and the NPCs and it's just a really, really good game. One thing, oh, one thing I didn't touch on was the, um, was the geo? I know I talked. I know I mentioned it briefly, but the geo progression through this game is pretty good, honestly. So you'll find NPCs like in the world, and then they will go back up to the main town, which is called Dirtmouth. And from there, you can buy stuff from the shops, uh, buy maps. That's that's another thing that's very interesting: the map aspect to the game and get different charms for your geo which is something i did not touch on yet the charm system in this game is unlike a lot of things that i've seen when you first start off you don't really know like you don't you start with no charms no anything except your nail and then jumping so i'm pretty sure you get your first you get your first charm about that's a good 30 minutes into the game, you can get your first charm, which is the Soul Catcher, which nets you more amount of soul per hit, so you can heal more often, which is very good for new players, as you're going to be getting hit a lot, because this game is not easy. So, yeah, the charm system in this game is really good. Uh, when you sit at a bench, which is the save states in this game, similar to bonfires or lanterns if you played uh, Bloodborne or Dark Souls, and every time you sit at it, you'll have the chance to heal and look at your charms and different loadouts that you can put on them. You have different charm notches, so you won't be able to put all like 45 some odd charms on at once, but you can mix and match with them and really choose what you like so then the combos with the charms that you can do like for example there's this one charm that lets you regen health slowly and then there's also a quick focus charm 
and a deep focus charm which lets you heal faster and also netting you double the masks which is really good and I'd recommend for new players as you're going to get hit a lot. So that's pretty much it about the charms. And you'll find charm notches throughout the game that where you can put on extra charms because each charm will have different notches for you to use. Depending on how good the charm is, it made of anywhere from 5 to 1. And yeah, you, you can go through the game, find charm notches, and then you'll be able to customize your character even more. But going back to the optional aspects of the game, charms are definitely one of them. You do not need charms to beat the game, but they will help you immensely. You can probably get through the game with like 10 out of the 45 charms, not even seeing what half of them do. But I would definitely recommend going through, even looking at guides on how to find the different charms. That's always a good thing. I would recommend uh, Relia is pretty good for that, the YouTuber. If you were looking for guides on how to um, find the different things in Hollow Knight. And yeah, that's, uh, th th that is the charm system in the game. So... The, the difficulty of the game. I know I said that it was difficult, but I never really got into it. So, Hollow Knight is a difficult game, and it is not for people that want a super casual experience. Like, it can be casual, but there are points in the game where it can get pretty difficult. For example, the... Oh, I'm not going to say it because that's a boss and I don't want to spoil anything, but there is a boss in the game that is very difficult having you to fight a difficult enemy. <laughs> not to spoil too much. But it's definitely, it can definitely be hard at times, but if you do put in that time and get the different charms, it definitely makes the game a lot easier. Um, I know I was trying to, uh, to speedrun the game recently, which I'll go into a little bit later about the community and such. But, yeah, the game, the game can be very difficult, and that's okay, because you can overcome that stuff by going to the optional areas, unlocking the charms, and upgrading your nail, which is something that is very important to the game's gameplay. So, you'll find an NPC when going to the main, the main hub city area in the game, and you can upgrade your nail from there dealing double, almost triple damage when fully upgraded, so enemies can die really quickly. Like, guys that'll take five hits can take one when it's fully upgraded. So yeah, um, let's talk about the speedrunning community. Me, I haven't really... I haven't been in the speedrunning community for Hollow Knight in... I'm not even in the speedrunning community, to be honest, but I have been starting to speedrun, and I have watched other people speedrun. Uh, people like Fireborn, a really, uh, really good Hollow Knight speedrunner. Uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't... I don't think he has the world record anymore, but he did for the PC version of the game, and there are different things you can do for each of them. But from what I can see, I feel like the community in the speedrunning is really good, even outside of the speedrunning. 
this is just a game that that everyone really comes together on and really enjoys. It's something that everyone can can really uh, have common ground about. It's it's a really good game, and I 100% recommend this game for anyone, especially if they're on PS4, as it is free for the month of PS Plus until next Tuesday. Or next Tuesday? Maybe two weeks Tuesday. Because I know PS Plus changes over on the first Tuesday of the week, the Wednesday of the week. So yeah, I will, I will definitely recommend this game for anyone who is looking for a good experience. So, I think that's that's about all there is really for Hollow Knight. That is at its core everything that you'll need to know going into the world of Hollow Nest. And I wish you the best of luck for completing the game. If you do choose to get it, I would definitely recommend it as the price point is so low and there was so much of the game to unpack. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. This is Gamers Awake, where the game awakens. See ya.